Hello and welcome back to Prosperity by Design. This episode is going to be for those who say you can't not. Um, Just to kind of give you a little bit of a breakdown, I was talking to somebody the other day who was like, oh, well, you know, I'm so sick and tired of hearing people say you can't not um, do this or you can't not do that. And really, it's such a red flag when people use a double negative. And we're going to break that down today. So more or less, we're going to talk about the dangers of working with someone who pressures you into buying from them because they say something like, you can't not afford to work with me. So um, I actually have worked with somebody like this in the past. And I know that there are people in my world who still, I don't know that they still work with that person or that they still feel obligated to work with that person, but more or less, it's a double negative. And when you're using a double negative, like I just want, I just want to put something out there that I realized in terms of like energy and the universe, when you duplicate the negative, that doesn't always mean that you're going to get a positive. Like I understand in mathematics that when negative one times negative one, it equals one, right? But In terms of like when you duplicate the negative and you're talking about duplicating the negative in like the world and the universe, you put out double the negative. Like you're putting out double the negative that you originally were talking about. So like just on a universal level and an energetic level, there's that. But then also there's a power dynamic when you're doing and you're talking about something like that. So you're creating a pedestal when you say you can't not afford, like you can't not invest in what I have, or you can't not buy what I'm offering you. What you're doing is you're putting yourself above the person who you're looking to sell to. And that is not healthy. (laughs) Um, when you create a, a power dynamic like that, where you're on top, then that means what you're telling your client or what you're telling your prospective client is that you're better than them. They need what you have and they're not going to be able to do anything without you. And you create a dependence through that power dynamic. And you might think that you're getting control, but you're not. In actuality, you're probably the best way to say this is you are as reliant on the client as they are on you. So you're creating a codependency. Um, that's not that's not a healthy relationship to create in any relationship, whether a business relationship or a personal relationship, because you're selling that person. This is what I call it. You're selling that person into submission and you're doing it for power. You're doing it for control and you're not doing it for the betterment of the client. If you are doing it for the betterment of the client, you would let that client come to their own decision and decide if that's something that they want to do instead of pressuring them, creating this pedestal that you are putting yourself up on. And what you're doing from that point forward is you're basically priming them to to go into every business relationship, every mentorship from that point forward with this pedestal as if that coach is going to be better or has something that your client does not. And the idea is that when you're creating a business, everything is within you already. It's not outside of you. So it's really, it's just so unhealthy. And so I really wanted to bring awareness to it because I, I, it breaks my heart that there are people who are coming to me in my DMs and they're like, I'm so sick and tired of people telling me I can't not afford what it is that they have. And it's just, 
it's just sad. Like, it's just so sad because that's not, that's not going to help anybody. It's not going to help you as a business owner if you're selling this person into submission because you're not going to create a healthy um, client business person dynamic. You're, you're not going to actually serve them what it is that they need. And you're, you're doing it for the betterment of your own pocket. Like you're not doing it for the actual betterment of that person. So there's two perspectives here that I want to bring up. And it's that the business owner or the seller then goes on to jack up their prices, but isn't pricing those clients out because of this unhealthy dynamic that has been created. So like they from, you know, the point that they start their business until let's just say two or three years later, they're going to naturally raise their prices. But instead of calling in different people through their content and through their messaging, they're still in the world of the people who they originally sold to at the lower price point. And even though now three years later, their price point is higher, that does not mean that it's the right fit for someone who came into their world in the beginning. Like if somebody came into your world at the beginning because they were looking for a, I don't want to say a cheaper because it's not necessarily about cheaper, but when you first start out, you don't price nearly as high as, you know, when you're in business for a little while. But if you're pricing in such a way that you're still jacking up your prices and you're, you're, you're reasoning to people for staying signed up is that they can't not afford your help they're going to get themselves in a very serious financial situation that is not going to lead to prosperity for anybody. And what it's going to do is it's going to ruin your reputation as a business owner because that person is then going to go around and say, I work with this person and they didn't get me the results that they were saying that I was going to get by working with them. And it's not going to get you as the business owner anywhere. And your word of mouth marketing is going to suck. And it's going to obviously put that person into a very deep financial hole. So It's just something to think about when you are a business owner for a while. If you're looking to call in a different client, you want to do that through your messaging instead of manipulating people. And obviously, this is a red flag for those who are looking to work with people. So that's the first one. The second perspective here is that the buyer who is now more desperate than ever is not actually able to move because of the insurmountable amount of debt. So we kind of just touched on this. They can't get where they want to go and they can't they can't really like it's like they're caught with their hands but caught with their hands tied behind their back so they're they're not able to then go do what it is that they need to go do and they have to find alternative financial ways to be able to afford what it is that they've put themselves in and for a lot of people that means working a nine-to-five however working a nine-to-five doesn't always mean that you're going to be able to get out of the amount of debt if you're if you have certain amount of living expenses and if you live in certain places if you live in those places you're going to have to make a lot of sacrifices in order for you to get out of the amount of debt and I touch on that in my how to pay off $25,000 of credit card debt um, ebook experience. So if you're looking for a little bit more details in that, because I live in the New York City metro area, so it is definitely not the same cost of living close to New York City as it is in some place like Ohio, right? Like my rent is probably the amount of money that they in Ohio pay for rent, water, utilities, internet, electric, and heat, right? Like the amount that I'm paying for just rent probably includes 
everything that they're paying for in living expenses in Ohio. But this is why it's important to touch on because when somebody's in this big, like this insurmountable, like this mountain of debt, it's no wonder why they struggle because they're, it's not like the cost of wages are different between New York and Ohio. I mean, maybe in some certain sectors of the job market, like tech or, um, maybe like finance, but it's really not going to be that drastically different if you're getting a general type of job. So the wages are going to be very similar. And when you're in that amount of debt, like, yes, okay, your living expenses are different, but it's still dependent on your circumstance and your situation. Do you have another person in the household who's able to contribute financially? Do you not have, like, are you single? Um, you know, like, do you have a car payment? Do you not need the car? Like, what are the different variables and that would be able to help you to determine, okay, well, you go through a budget and determine this is how much I could put towards my debt or this much isn't how much I could put towards my debt. But the the perspective is you create a very unhealthy dynamic by being the person who creates a pedestal moment between you and your client. And you get away with the world, you get away with the money, and the client is left on the ground scraping by and it still goes to paint the picture of you're up on the pedestal and they're still down on the ground scraping by so it's not lifting other people up it's actually just widening the gap when you say something like you can't not afford to work with me so in another point here it's gaslighting people into buying from you instead of encouraging them and empowering them to come their own self self self-led decision which i already kind of touched on but when you when you go to create content, you want to create content that is going to empower somebody that is going to make them realize they are the person in charge of their destiny. You're putting this content out there to kind of like agitate them or to inspire them or to educate them. Yes, but you're not putting it out there to manipulate them into working with you. That's not what it's about. Your messaging has to be really spot on if you want to do that in all honesty to manipulate someone because I feel like there's more thought that has to go into that than there is to empowering someone. And as someone who is a debt payoff and personal finance coach, I see how wrong this is to expand people. Like it needs to stop. It's not expanding people. It's contracting people. And then it's like, no wonder why the online space gets such a bad fucking rap. Like no wonder why people are like, oh, this is a scam or, oh, this isn't real. Because you're sca- you're ultimately scamming people when you do that. You're a fucking con artist. Sorry, I, I totally just used a big old F-bomb in there. But that is what it is. And you might think and you might justify that you're being a good person by helping them. But you're really not. I'm, I'm just going to be that person. You're really not. So if you are the person on the doling end consider what it is that you're doing. It's probably going to ruin your business. Uh, If you're the person on the receiving end, um, I would say consider what you're doing when you go to sign these types of agreements with people and consider for a long time what these people are offering and don't let them bully you into making a decision in a second because that will happen. They will tell you, you need, you know, what's your decision now? And they'll, they'll literally wait for you to make a decision on the call. And you are entitled to 
however long it takes you to make your own decision because you are your own independent entity and you can decide things for yourself. So I just wanted to bring light to that today and I wanted to talk about this highly controversial topic and how wrong it is that I hear people coming to me in my DMs talking about how there are coaches who out there who are telling them they can't not afford to work with that person. And the thing is, is that when you're in debt, making more sales isn't going to fix the problem because the problem isn't making more money. The problem is managing money. So if you're ready to learn how to manage your money like a boss, you want to go check out the wait list for financial fitness. Financial fitness is how you're going to manage your money, get out of debt, step into your financial power and pursue your dreams because that is what that is what I created it for. I've been on this journey for three years. I started, like I told you earlier, with a coach who said things like that. You can't not afford to work with me. I got into that insurmountable amount of debt and I have paid off over five figures in a year of that debt. So if you're interested, I highly recommend joining the waitlist. The waitlist is going to receive incentives and bonuses that once it's open to the public, the public will not receive. So I'm going to put the link down in the show notes and I want to thank you so much for tuning in. Talk to you soon.